the worst. Exploding barbed wire deathmatch ever. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, Ginger Heat, your faithful host, one of four. I kick it off. Why? Nobody knows. But here I am, and I am joined by the body from Kirkcuddy, Jordan Deves, all the way across the fifth, the firth, or whatever it's called, that <laughs> river. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. How you doing this week? I'm feeling good, my man. I live in Edinburgh, just on the coast of the Firth of Forth. Is, uh, oh. That's what you were looking for there. Uh, yeah, it's the Firth good. of Forth? The, yeah, the, well, the river is called the, the Forth River. Mm. Um, not like the Forth, as in <laughs> jobbers. But it, it, the Forth, and it's the Firth of Forth. Um, little uh, <laughs> geography lesson for you there. But yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm drinking some... Some Finnish gin and grapefruit mix mm. concocted. It's actually grapefruit's the, the worst thing. fruit. No, mm. no, no. This I I don't know. Can I? I've just sent you guys t-shirts, but I guess I can send you some gin and grapefruit. Um, Please do. Oh, it's absolutely delicious. And uh, yeah, Valley's birthday tomorrow. Been off on holiday for the weeks. So it's been a busy one for me. Mon the whales. Moan the whales. Aye. Aye. Are you gonna make? The whale moan? Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's this here, mean. Why is it mean? Wait, what did you say? Why are you trying to get me to re-say it? <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't you want to re-say it? <laughs> I guess it could be construed as a, as a body thing, but I've never even seen what she looks like, so... Uh, body. You know. Let's just not go there. <laughs> <laughs> For the best. So I should dip more into this. I am on the Brew Gals tonight. Ooh. Yeah, lovely. So I guess it's time to bring in another guest or yes. host, I should say. Sorry, I'm now I'm all uh, flabbergasted after Jason uh, guest gotcha. on my own podcast, accusing cool. me of of body shaming someone, which was definitely not the intention. <laughs> he is the milky snake. He is the waxy man, the waxy mamba himself, the waxy legend, son of dentist, wax mamba. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, and I must apologize to my fellow jobbers. We're actually recording a day later than we usually do, and it's my fault, sort of. It's not really my fault, nothing I could have done. Having some issues with the local internet, and these days we're all at the mercy of the internet service providers. But we're back up and running, we're ready to go. I got my Trois-Pistol beer, and let's go. So that leaves us with one person left. This week, he has decided to become a human. He identifies as a human this week. He is the magical, the mysterious, the marvelous, the bizarre, the charismatic, the enigmatic. They hate Jason. Jason the human, how are you doing this week, mon ami? Well, you know, I wasn't caught online saying racial slurs, so not that bad. It's always a but good But there's week. still time. There's still time in the week. Yeah, it's only Wednesday. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a, a hot hour worth of content coming your way. You have lots of time, Jason, to spew out some nonsense. 
Oh yeah, but uh, for real, I, I know, I'm doing good. I guess I'm gonna get a cat tomorrow, so I'm gonna be one of oh, those yeah. guys with a cat. Did you not already have Although, a cat? No, that was my dad's cat. I was taking care of him, and I had to give uh. him back. And I didn't realize how sad I would be when I gave the cat back. So I gotta get my own cat. And I feel like having a cat, there's a huge stigma, you know, attached to it, or they, there used to be, but I feel like it's not as, you know, it's just like do whatever you want now. Get a cat. Get do you a mean dog, like get a, having a cat as a guy or do you mean just having a cat? Or even as, as even as a woman, right? You say crazy cat lady, right? So mm-hmm. as a guy, it's like, oh, you're a wuss, get a cat. But to me, it's like I never understood that. Like I'm not going to get a dog. I live in a small place yeah. and I don't want to take care of it 24-7 and be around 24-7. You can leave a cat alone a little bit. So if you have, totally, you, know, you should be applauded yeah. for adopting an animal, you know? And yeah, and it was an abandoned animal, animal so that I no problem take in. Having it. And give a half decent life to a little bit better than being on the street fighting for food. At least I'll feed it. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I I've come around completely on cat uh, ownership. I grew up with dogs my whole life. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm never gonna own a cat. Never gonna have a cat. And then I did get a cat, and it was great. Yeah, you can leave it at home a bit more than you can a dog. Especially yeah. one one of these days, we're all gonna be working at an office, except for Brad. Uh, and so, you can leave them at home for the day. Whereas a dog, you need to. No, it's me. It's much more mean to leave a dog alone all day. A cat wants to be alone yeah. sometimes, yeah. you know. See, I, I had a cat and a dog growing up, right? Both like at the same time, they overlapped, and it was mm-hmm. like, do you remember in um, remember in Tom and Jerry, where he chases the mouse, but then there's that big massive butch dog mm-hmm. that like yep. beats, beats up Tom. <laughs> that was essentially what happened in my household. Um, but and actually. Attacked your cat? Yeah, well, they attacked each other. They they didn't like each oh, other. Oh, like in a friendly way? Okay. <laughs> no, no. Doesn't sound like it. Friendly. Oh no. Nah. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing friendly about these things. I hated my cat though, so I I, I was oh, put wow. off cats. I absolutely hated it. I accidentally locked accidentally locked it in the fridge once. Um, oh, wow. Wow. I didn't mean to. To be fair, <laughs> Norm those... cover Norman oh, covered. That's ears. a that's a key detail. I didn't mean <laughs> to. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but like I opened the you know the fridges that like pull out from the the bottom. They're not tall. They're like in your yeah. units on the bottom. I, yeah. I opened that and then pulled out a shelf, and there was some ham on the bottom shelf. And he jumped in to get the ham, <clears> and I shut the door and. Uh, I didn't notice until I'd finished making my sandwich, and uh, yeah, he was pretty pissed. Um, <laughs> that's that's reasonable. Like, yeah, he used to like come into my little Haggis space and, and, uh, and like take a shit on my PlayStation and stuff like that. So yeah, we didn't like okay. each other very much. Did he steal your jammy Dodgers? <laughs> uh, what? No, my dog did. Um, <laughs> I'm glad uh, we got to see a glimpse of the legend himself, uh, Storm and Norman. Of course, Storm and Corman, Foreman. Yeah. Sometimes a doorman, always a glorman. A, always okay. a glorman. <laughs> yeah. If you're not a glorman, a glorman. Okay. Oh, definitely a floorman. Hmm. Sometimes a snorman. What about a whoreman? Oh, every day. He has oh, a little nice. blanket he needs on it, and his little red rocket comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Jason had well, a dog and a cat as well. Yeah, and I liked both. I find like people they they find like one cat they don't like and they're like cats suck. I hate all cats. It only takes like one cat that was like a an annoying cat. Yeah, but, that's um, true. That's the same with that's the same with most things. Like no, if you see a dog, it's annoying. You don't say I hate all dogs. I don't see that that often. But some people cat, do. Yeah, that's cats that's get a bad true. rap. But uh, yeah, I had both. I liked both. 
cats are independent. I, they're interesting. Dogs are always like in your face and want love. So you have to decide what you want and then shoot. For my valet, it was the opposite. Not a lot of people in Greece have a dog at home. There's dogs, strays, a lot of strays. But, of course, strays are not going to be the same as a domesticated dog that's lived with people all the time, right? They're going to... You know, I have you a little bit say, different tendencies, so... <laughs> I thought you were going to say your valet was a little bit different. You know, she wasn't in your face showing you love. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a shame, mate. I, I oh, hope no, you're okay. showers me. Showers me with love. Good, good. Leave me alone. At least someone's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't deserve it after my comment earlier on this podcast. But anyway, I digress. Let's get into... The week that was of wrestling, lots of things happened. There was a major pay-per-view event that was very, very talked about mm. for some good reasons, but mostly bad. And then there was also some WWE content, which was full of its own ups and downs, yeah. goods and pishes, as we call them here. Yeah. So we can get into this week. I mean, do we want to start off with a waxy match of the week, or do we want to jump into the goods and pishes? What do you boys feel like doing? Actually, let's start it off with, what did you watch? And then tell me what you want to get into. Well, uh, I, for well, one, watched... Right. Oh. No, on you, please. Shall I? Okay. Thank you. Uh, I, for one, for the first time um, in a very long time... Decided to watch NXT unabridged, right? Normally, I would go and watch the highlights and sort of get a recap. I decided to watch it on the network in its entirety. And it's one hour and 30 minutes. And I intend to do that once we get off the podcast, uh, since it is Wednesday and it is playing at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I intend to watch it as well. And I think I'm going to start doing that from now on because I quite enjoyed it. Uh, and we'll talk more about it to afterwards i also watched the highlights of raw and smackdown and i know what i need to know about aew's revolution <laughs> i'll say that whoa <laughs> that's, damn dead on david jason that's fair that's yeah. fair yeah i watched um smackdown <clears throat> aew in its entirety of course um and i've got the highlights of uh, raw and nxt also um I, uh, Jason turned up. I watched Raw, SmackDown, like not 100%, but, you know, highlights mixed with like going, like seeing if I saw a cool highlight, I'd go back and watch the whole thing. And um, AEW, I watched the, the, the main event and obviously the the botch mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, the botch and, around the um, world. I yeah. skimmed through the rest of it. What, what, so when you say skimmed through the rest, what does that mean? Like I was, it was on, and I would hear it and occasionally look at it. Okay, <laughs> it was just on That's fair. in the it's back pretty, while I was doing all this Did you did you enjoy the skimmage of what you saw? Um, I have some comments about it. You know, if we want to talk, we might as well start off with it because I I didn't. I'm not very passionate about it, so let's get out let's of the way. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Well, so, Brad, what did you watch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm enjoying listening to you guys. I watched AEW start to finish, uh, Raw, um, some NXT, and then highlights of NXT and highlights for SmackDown, <clears throat> and that was it. But, yeah, let's kick it off. Let's talk about the big news. Let's talk about AEW. Jordan, why don't you tell us you are our AEW resident expert why don't you bring us through the card a little bit, and we'll ease ourselves into that main event 
uh, that we can all really, uh, you know, have our turn uh, speaking about. You know, you, you start us off with yeah, it, of bring us all the way into it, and then uh, we'll jump in. I mean, I'll have some, some comments to throw in about some of this AEW stuff, I'm sure. Jason, maybe. Um, Wax, I'm sorry that, uh, you know, you'll have to... to Listen, listen in as we we dive into this. If that's I, okay, I have some stuff to say, but it's okay. Okay, cool. go ahead. Good. There we go. Good. Um, well, of course, we had AEW Revolution. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like AEW's WrestleMania. That might be what's the mm. next one? Double or nothing? I think is the next one. Um, but yeah, like those two have. I mean, they've had a couple of them now. They've only been around for a couple of years, so maybe they're like their big ones. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask, what's the main one? Because I don't, it should I, be again, known. Like no one should yeah, have. I don't think they have one yet. I, I mean, they've well, only had a year right? of a year of dynamite, so it, yeah. it's a little bit tougher. Don't rush guess, it. But point. yeah, maybe Revolution and Double or Nothing. Uh, Double or Nothing might be it. But Is anyway, that you're waiting to watch the um, content for Jason. <laughs> Revolution's not a good name for your your main thing, so I hope it's not that. It doesn't feel big enough. I agree. No, it sounds like it's too similar. Revolution, New Year's Revolution as well. I mean, it's yeah, just generic. Mm. Yeah, uh, WrestleMania is a branded thing. Like, it can't like WrestleMania Revolution. sounds stupid, but the more it go, like you get used to it, and it, yeah, it that's has because a, WrestleMania yeah. came up in the eighties. So yeah, yeah, but it, it's, it's very eighties. It's yeah. yeah, it's a very. It still has a gravitas to it. You know, you could still say it's WrestleMania. Now, sure, yeah. You know, you just hear Vince McMahon saying it WrestleMania, but yeah, Revolution yeah. doesn't carry that same weight. Um, so yes. Anyway, Revolution twenty twenty one. I didn't watch the pre-show match. We're not going to talk about that um, at all. No. Nonsense. First match of the night. Right now, I was interested by this because I was. I didn't know what they were going to do. Uh, to start off the show and the first match of the night they have the Young Bucks against the Inner Circle which is Chris Jericho and MJF for the uh, AEW World Tag Team Championships now I thought the match was class it was really long for a tag match like that I got into um, it late because like it had already started and I didn't think they were going to start with this match so I turned on I was like oh, yeah. what the hell <laughs> yeah I was really surprised when uh, when that music hit and I was like Really? This is what you're going to kick off the show with? I mean, I'll take it, absolutely. Um, yeah, good match. I, I think, if I'm honest, I watch EW now and I'm watching it for, when I think of content, I watch it for the single stuff because their tag stuff is so good and so consistently good. I don't even need to critique it because it's a thousand times better, a million times better than WWE just now. Um, it's so... I kind of watch it and I go, that was class. Every match is class. Let's see what's going to happen next. Obviously, but there's a lot of uh, story in here, right, that helps this. I mean, the Young Bucks are just an incredible tag team and make yeah. everybody look good, along with two other great wrestlers. But also there's like Jericho and MJF kind of beef. The Young Bucks are doing their thing. There's actually some hatred between these guys because you can't let Jericho and MJF beat you because you'll never hear the end of it. And they do a really good job telling you the story uh, before the match and during. Obviously, we, we've talked about their commentary team before, and I think that really helps add to this match, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's just a, It was a good match, but it's, it wasn't like the Young Bucks extraordinary killing it. Like, it, was just a, it was a good match, but that storytelling helps. I think part opinion. of that, for me anyway, is the fact that it was the Young Bucks realistically versus two singles competitors. I know that they're a tag team yeah. just now in, in their faction, but they're not they're not established enough to have their own move set as such. Um, but yeah, I, I, 
like you said, a great match. Um, don't need to go on too much longer about that. Next, again, I, w- I wish they'd spaced this out a little bit more. The next match was the Casino Tag Team Royale for a future AEW <laughs> World Tag Team Championship sh- um, uh, shot. So you've just had the tag champs in a match and then you move on to the next match of the night and it's an opportunity to go for that title. I think you need to spread out your tag matches. If you have them so close together, they don't feel as important, particularly at the start of the card. Um, however, I will say I'm excited because the, the winner of that match was uh, Ray Phoenix of uh, Death Triangle. So it's him and um, I guess they, they're kind of a t- threesome, aren't they? So maybe they'll do the Freebird rule and have uh, mm. Pac and Penta. Uh, you know, I don't know how they'll, they'll do that, but yeah, exciting nonetheless. What do you? So I wanted to ask this question. So, the Casino Tag Team Royale is basically a Royal Rumble, right? But instead of it being for singles competitors, it's for tag. And basically, what you what happens in the match is you have a bunch of guys coming out every ninety minute, eh, ninety minutes, ninety seconds. So not every ninety <laughs> minutes. That'd be a long ass <laughs> pay per view. Um, and there is about thirty of them in total. And With the count, though, very important yeah. detail. You'll what? get to it. What count? They put the numbers on the Titan Tron. Oh, yeah. The yeah, countdown so it, it, it for counts each team coming constantly. out is on yeah. the screen. It's a 90-second so you know no, countdown. There's the no buzzer goes off, another, and it's, yeah, you know what's happening. Yeah. So, yeah, every 90 seconds, somebody else comes into the ma- Another tag team comes into the match. What do you guys think of that? But the main thing I wanted to ask you guys oh, yeah, sorry, on sorry, that, sorry. though, <laughs> <too> is... <laughs> If if one guy gets thrown over the top, that tag team are still in the match until the other one gets thrown out. So, for example, the end of the match had Ray Phoenix on his own, and Pac had already been sent over the top. What do you think? I don't about like that? that. I don't like it. Uh, okay. Why? One goes out, both are out, because that's the the cool thing about the tag team nature of mm. the rumble, and you have to like go and save your partner if he's going to go out. I I don't agree. I think it's an okay dynamic. Uh, like that, where it's it's. I'm assuming it's you know 15ish tag teams. Then if it's yeah yeah it basically 30 people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah. I think it's 30. It might be 32. So they've got 16. Like yeah. Anyway, it's something like that. I, I personally think, uh, and I understand Jason's point. I I think I'm okay with it. I think um, why not? I I do think it adds an interesting dynamic where if one goes out, you both go out, and then you have to save your partner. But what happens if one partner goes in number one and one comes in number 28? Well, I thought they come in together. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, they do. Okay, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> then forget what I said. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, I actually agree with Jason then. I think, okay. um, <laughs> I, think I like it better if you have to keep both of you in. Um, though I wonder then how it looks. Do you eliminate both people at the same time or does the other person just have to get out of the ring? If yeah, well, The ref's got to call him. <laughs> get out, get out. That's the thing. That's I what guess. I was going to bring up is it's really hard to do that. How do you police that, for lack of a better phrase? Like, you know, if somebody you does You have get to get out or else. Out, yeah. It's like, you get well, out of the ring or I the, the ref can get in and tap him and say, get out. And he can't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, then, if you want. but then what's he going to do? Punch him in the face and go, no. It opens leaving. the door for some schmuck. Well, I, then you're I'd breaking the rules. Sliding into a battle royal. You don't want a ref sliding in there. Yeah. Get out of here. I'd, I'd have to watch 
the match. I wish I had known that this type of match was going on. I would have I would have tuned in for it because I love the Royal Rumble and anything that sounds like a Royal Rumble is great for me. Um, I would like to see the dynamic yeah. before I make a full judgment it's, on it. I enjoyed it. If I'm honest, it they built it and built it for a little bit with nobody getting thrown over the top, and then suddenly everybody got thrown over the top, um, which I guess is a way that they've done rumbles in the past. Excuse me. Um, I, I think it's cool, but then I'm also biased because I think AEW is a thousand times better than anything else just now, but it's it's good. It, it You're right, though, it does kind of promote perhaps one of the individuals in a tag team rather than the tag team. Um, like, the, one, the other last guy in... Uh, was Jungle Boy Jack Perry uh, of Jurassic mm. Express and Luchasaurus, his tag partner, was had been out for a good 15 minutes by this point. But there was mm. still a possibility that they win. Yeah, I guess you could say, well, they're not the best tag team for it then. There's a little bit of luck involved, but... I mean, I Jungle Boy's hot right now, right? So they got a, he got, oh, he's still yeah. getting that push and everything like that, and... I, you know, I honestly, I think it's a great idea. You know, I, I think the issue for me with this match is I wasn't super invested into these tag teams, right? Because I don't know them yet, and they're all up and coming and stuff like that. So, you know, the people that really follow independent wrestling would have been able to understand some of these teams a yeah. lot more. But for me, I was like, who are these? Like, and you know, I think they also need to have names. Like, um, both tag teams, I think at the end had names, right? Like. Yeah, Jungle Boy Jurassic is part Express of and Death Triangle. Death yeah. Triangle, yeah. yeah. So they are legit tag teams. You know who they are. Da 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 da. And it's Pac and the other guy. So like they're super Paul. famous. Yeah, I I think the the one thing on on that for me is EW are very good at building factions just now. So yeah, I think three or maybe four of the tag teams were from one faction. Hmm. So the Dark Order came out and yeah. they had number five and number 10 of the Dark Order. They came out as a tag team. And then a couple of spots later, another two guys came from Dark Order and then another two guys. And it's like, I mean, I get what you're doing. Like, I understand this in the same way that in a Royal Rumble, you have members of the same faction come out and help each other and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's it's <laughs> slightly different when you've got a tag team that's doing yeah. that. Um, I know it's a little... Off subject. How is like how is the Dark Order proceeding now without uh, without Brody Lee? I'm just just curious. They, yeah, they've 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 turned face something mm. rotten. Like they, they're super face now. Um, every show has Brody's son in it, pretty much. Uh, he doesn't do anything, but he comes out with Brody's mask on, and just like they'll all run out to attack somebody or whatever or help somebody out. And he'll run out first and be like, "Get to the ring! Come on, let's go, guys! Come on!" And it, it's <laughs> it's cool that they're, they've they've got them involved. Um, okay, they're obviously keeping pretty close tabs on that family, which is great. I, you know, I, I think they should, and they should, it's good that they're helping out um, as as best they can. Yeah, but yeah, they, they've turned face. They, I, I think the the dark order has lost a bit of its darkness, if I'm honest, it, it, because they're so faced just now, but it's because they're super over because of everything that's happened. I understand it. It's not a bad thing. Um, they've turned quite comical as well. 
Yeah, uh, with, I'm with not sure you like can John go. Silver. I'm not sure you it's, can yeah, keep you... them heel right after an event like that. No, yeah. you, you can't. But but they're over. So yeah, let let's keep running with that. You know, don't don't stop the momentum. Just if it's working and it's it's going, just keep going with it. You know, it's great. Sure. Um, Anyway, so yeah, sorry for the tangent. Just... No, 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 it's all right, it's all right. But uh, yeah, we'll move on from that unless Brad has anything else he wants to say. Nope, yeah, nothing, nothing worth saying. Lovely. <laughs> I, I will say that the tag team belts themselves are very nice. I, I like them. Mm. Whoa. Uh, the ones, there we go. They're super nice. The ones in yeah. WWE are absolutely garbage oh, and should be thrown out. The AEW tag titles, they remind me of the... Uh, the old um, wing see. eagle, oh yeah, like um, the WWE, WWE ones. Yeah. It's they like a mix of the them. two, I find. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So these are okay. they're really nice. They're I like nice. they're a bit retro. Like they're college, a bit, like, they got, yeah, they, they have yeah. nice belts across the board. Like their their main belt is probably the nicest one in wrestling. I think. Yeah, I think simple is better uh, when it comes to yeah. belts. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I like agree. that. That's where there seems to well, be except going for the TNT. I don't know if you like the TNT belt. That one they I just don't that like. One, though, right? Well, and then they brought so it they, back. It looks re- the same. Oh. They retired that version of the belt, so they still have the okay. championship, but it's a different type of belt. I just I wish it like had it. more detail in the circle where the TNT is. Like it's just a yeah, that's exactly. That's like, just a little more detail, and it would be a beautiful belt. Yeah. Well, moving on then to the next match and to a terrible belt. It's such a shame because the, oh, women's, the, w- the belt women's one is the worst one, yeah. Looks like the worst a worst belt bit. in wrestling. This is the shape of it and the size. It's just it's worse awful. than the twenty four seven. It's worse than the I like the twenty four seven one. It's grown on me. Twenty four seven is nice, actually. Yeah, I like it. It's like um, a classic watch. Looks like a wrestling uh, boxing one a bit, I guess, oh, which is good. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. like that belt at all, actually, for the women. Yeah, it's it's so worst one. Skinny. It's shocking. It looks like a cereal box belt. It looks like a woman's tiny watch. It looks like, yeah, 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 it does. It looks like a wristwatch. It, it looks like a weird Fitbit. It, it sucks. Terrible. Give them a um, fucking nice big fucking thing. Bit. Let's go. But yeah, the the match itself, um, Hikaru Shida versus Ryo Mizunami. I've probably butchered their names. I'm very sorry if I have. This was a good match. I would say that this had roots in um, pro Japan. So I didn't fully understand it. They had this whole Eliminators tournament going on and um, Rio won the tournament to have a, a match against Hikaru Shida. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, but I don't know anything about her. She's just a woman that's in pro Japan, so I don't know anything. And they're like, oh, well, this is the first time they fought in the United States and she's never beaten her before. And I'm like, okay. I don't know any they of that. They did a big so, promo video for it and stuff, and I still wasn't was, like... Yeah, I wasn't super invested. I think a lot of uh, Rio's um, kind of moveset was uh, was dated. I, I know that sounds really harsh, but like it was some of that stuff that if you watch it in modern wrestling now, you're kind of like, that would never happen. Because it like slapping the chest over and over again in the corner, and then she like runs away, does like this shake, rattle and roll in the middle of the yeah. ring and then comes back to the corner. I'm like, no, the person would just come out the corner and knock you in the face. Like, I get it. It's part of that gimmick. But yeah, it, it was fine. It was a good match, I guess. But it wasn't anything spectacular. Um, so I don't have much else to say on that. Brad? 
you know, like I said just there before, it just wasn't for me. Uh, it's yeah, just not my yeah. style. It, it was fine, it. just not 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 great. Um, yeah, it's not match. like a bad match. It's just that style that I that First I'm not time... used to. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, next match was uh, for the first time, I believe, on pay-per-view, Miro, or Rusev, uh, and Kip Sabian versus Best Friends, Orange Cassidy, and Chuck Taylor. Good match. Uh, it was Chuck short. Taylor's on AEW. Ah. Mm. I like him. I, I remember watching him when he was in the indies. Okay, yeah. I remember his gimmick used to be making like kids cry, and you see how many kids he could like make cry as he was running up to the ring. He would, he would just like scream in their faces, and uh, he it was amazing. Could have, <laughs> he cool. could not have a more different gimmick now. Then that's class. Yeah. I didn't know he was. Right. Uh, it's, that's cool. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, the yeah Miro and Kip Sabian uh, won that this? short match. Yes, we got to see. Uh, what is this yeah. bullshit? Do you, what, you don't like that, Jason? <laughs> No. Are we going to get copyrighted now uh, if we put this on YouTube? Yeah, probably. Because we're no, there's no, there's no sound. There's no sound. Yeah, no sound. We get away with it. Yeah, I guess. What? What don't? Elaborate, Jason. What don't you like about it? It gets worse when he goes in the corner. It's just too much comical selling, you know. It's like yeah, like isn't that what wrestling has a particular part. style? Is that what right? it always is, though? Wrestling, it's, it's a bit comical. Yeah. I think this is a little overboard for me. That's all. Hmm. Orange Cassidy I, is super over with kids. Yeah. Yeah, this style I, is super over, whatever yeah. it is. And I think it's, I mean, I, I've seen him a lot now. Maybe that's why I'm just more used to it. And it just doesn't seem so outlandish because I'm not looking at one out of context clip. I've seen it time and time again now. It was yeah. more on what Miro was doing. Is it like his opponents react differently like when they're fighting him? I think they I mean, do have like big reactions. I think you know selling for him is part of his character, and I think it's, I don't know. Also, Rusev is just super comical right now. Rusev yeah. is a super over the top guy. Yeah, mm. I think so. It's they, a good. It's a good question. The way that, like Orange Cassidy, obviously nobody sells any of his little kicks and his slaps right. and stuff that he does with his hands in his pockets and all that because obviously it's ridiculous. But I guess they go to the opposite extreme. When he does like this Superman slash orange punch and they just leap over the top rope or whatever, like they can oversell it, but I guess that's, that's part of part of the gimmick. Um because they undersell everything else. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't mind it. I, I quite like it. Like I think it's something a little bit different. I remember when I first watched Orange Cassidy, the first thing I saw was exactly that, the the kick to the shin and mm-hmm. when you hear it with the crowd as well. It makes a huge difference oh, yeah. because the crowd really cheer along with them and everything like that. Um, so, like you know, he'll be doing those little kicks, and you can just hear the whole crowd going, "Ah, ah!" You know, it's mm. great. And then um, he does the yeah. hands in the pockets thing too. That's when it gets, yeah. yeah. So when he's got his hands in the pockets, and then he does the kicks, and then somebody tries to <laughs> clothesline him, and he ducks under, and he's doing like flips over the top rope with his hands in his pockets. All of that stuff, I've I'd never seen that before. In uh, sounds like Reginald. Know, it does sound a bit like <laughs> Reginald, but Orange Cassidy does it better, I think. But, but yeah, interesting, right? Reginald. We keep you keep coming up that yeah, you keep bringing up that word different, right? And that's what we want out of AEW mm. a lot of the time. And a lot of the people that we see hating on them on Twitter and everything else shit on them so hard for doing things different and for trying things and. 
this is one of those things where he worked out, you know, like they gave him a chance, they gave him yeah. a shot, and he got super over. It's, and it's you're, a thing you're so that right. people I wish complain about that because so many people complain about the tip. About oh, we the, know yeah. wrestling, they're going to mess it up. They're going to do this because they always do this. And then when Fucking something different fans, comes eh? along, like <laughs> I say the same thing about a guy like we were just talking about him before we went on the air. A guy like Dexter Loomis is different. He's got something mm -hmm. unique. And that's what makes him so interesting and it's weird that people react to Orange Cassidy. The little bit I've seen of Orange Cassidy is, yeah, you know what? Yes, maybe it's a bit over the top for, yeah. for, for some of us, but kids are still the primary demographic for professional wrestling. It is what it is. And so, if he's over with the kids, he's going to be over in general. Yeah, and, and that's it. Like, I, I think he's obviously selling merch because... If you saw at Halloween last year, everybody was cutting about in the Orange Cassidy, you know, T-shirt with a denim jacket and glasses on. So, yeah, like if that's what's doing it, keep yeah. going. And I think a lot's to be said about what he's done with that. But as well as that, there's there's so much that I think Chris Jericho helped in building last year with their big long feud. That's so a good yeah, point. Like, yeah. Um, I think and it, was, it him, was, you know, he didn't just build him with some random. They built him with Chris Jericho, and and that gave yeah. him a really good kind of foothold in, in pushing yeah. him a little bit further. And Jericho's well, so, so good at that too. He's so exactly, good at that. Exactly. Yeah. Good point. Um, but anyway, moving on. A match that I don't want to spend much time on because I think, in my opinion, it sucked. Hangman <laughs> uh, Adam Page defeats Big Money Matt Hardy. Matt, just stop. Fast forward fest. Yeah, it, I mean, I didn't care about the match anyway. It was pushed. Maybe that's um, why. Yeah. Didn't Whatever. care about the stipulation being that the winner receives the loser's first quarter earnings. You're both millionaires. <laughs> I mean, it means nothing to you. So, yeah, I, I, I wasn't bothered by it. And it's a shame because I like Hangman Adam Page. Um, off the back of what you said earlier, uh, wax of you know what's happening with the dark order hmm. they they are really trying to get hangman adam page to join the dark order and that's been the push over the last little while so i wonder if because they keep defending him and coming out to help him and blah 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 i wonder if he'll join the dark order pretty soon hmm. it would be an interesting dynamic to see him as like the, not the leader but the, would have the to guy in the spot they need a leader yeah you they need someone think, yeah I think they would, it would benefit of having somebody like Hangman Adam Page for sure. Um, but yeah, match was fine. I don't want to spend much time on it. The next match, though, right, I do want to talk about. The face of the Revolution ladder match. Um, so basically, uh, what a six-man ladder match for a future TNT Championship title match. Scorpio Sky, Cody Rhodes, Penta El Zero Miedo. Lance Archer, Max Caster, and a debuting Ethan Page. Um, I, do you remember we had, uh, what was the match last year? Sammy, somebody, uh, Sammy. It was Sammy, um, Jeff, and AJ. Sammy, Jeff, and AJ. Yeah. That's exactly the one I was thinking of. Okay. This <laughs> reminded me of that match. Now, yes. The, the whole point was they had to climb the ladder to grab the brass ring, and unfortunately the brass ring was more like a one of those tube things that kids take to the swimming pool. It was weird. It was massive oh. and <laughs> thick and... It was a floaty? Yeah, it was, 
Nah, it was like but a big it was just, it was just huge. It looked like, yeah, like Sonic the Hedgehog's ring in uh, in the game. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is that? And luckily, you forget about overly it. Overly large and comic Like, yeah. I understand grab the brass ring. That's that's fine. But they could have just made it, like, handheld. You know, it didn't need exactly. to be Giant this big thing, you know? Good thing. But anyway, the, the match was amazing. I don't know about what you thought, Brad. I, I loved the match. I thought everybody in it performed really really well especially somebody like lance archer who yeah there you go just this hugely comical ring it's like one of those <laughs> things you sit on when you got hemorrhoids yeah, yeah. basically yeah <laughs> it yeah. does look like sonic the hedgehogs uh yeah mm-hmm. gotta go fast um, yeah like somebody like lance <laughs> archer who's a bit stiff and you know whatever mm-hmm. even he was pretty good in the match um Ethan Page, who I don't know really anything about from from the Indies, um, he was he was class. I I don't know where he fits on the card just now, um, but yeah, Canadian. That, there you go, there you go. Um, Brad, what did you think? Oh, it was a super entertaining match. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I didn't know everybody at the start, and then I got to know them throughout the match. And just like, like you said, it was just a great showcase of of the talent that they have there right now and how people are willing to, uh, you know, I don't, I don't need it to be a brass ring match. Like I get it. And they, they did a great job grabbing the brass ring and just all of that having to say all of this sucks. So never again, brass ring match, do something else. Yeah, I don't care I mean, what it is. It, it, it could have <laughs> been, I mean, it's basically a money in the bank ladder match. That's essentially yeah. what we got. But yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Does he get a you title shot? Yeah, so he gets a shot at yeah. the TNT title. So it's like oh, the IC so like title, mid-card. Is it like mid-card. he can cash in whenever he wants, or is it... It's, I believe it's it is like, like it will be scheduled for him type okay. deal. Um, which So it's not money in the bank, but it, in quite. the essence of it, it's... it's he, yeah, yeah, it's, it's you not... Win that, you if you're going to draw a comparison, that makes sense in the mind. It's not exactly the same. I don't think... Yeah, they don't want to do it exactly like... Is he a ricochet no. basically for AEW? Scorpio Sky? Yeah. Like as far as his style. Uh no. He's not no. I, I mean he's he's a little bit more high flying, but I wouldn't say he was as agile and limber. Mm. Um who would I put him? Maybe a Shelton Benjamin? Okay, so he's good. got that he's athleticism, tougher. but he's yeah. He's, he's, still, he's got he's got the power as well, which maybe he's got the holds and the the suplexes, maneuvers, and everything. Yeah. Okay, I mean he was he was aligned with um, SCU for a long time. Um, I think actually he was the one of the original um, tag champs in in AEW, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I th- he's done a lot, but I think just now he's kind of just been mid card. Yeah, I didn't know mid-card. anything about him before this, so. This is a great a, opportunity for me to see him yeah, show absolutely. off, and that's again, Jason, like that other match that was on WWE. It's kind of like a showcase for the talent that they have, and not not all of these guys are up and coming. Some of them were already big, Cody or some Rhodes. of them were established. Like obviously, Cody Rhodes being that match yeah, yeah. is is mage. Cody is phenomenal character, phenomenal wrestler. Still having him in there is awesome. Even though I didn't think it really made sense that he would win. In the back of your mind, there's always like he could do something ratty and win, but yeah. you know he did a great job selling. They put themselves through all kinds of shit and. Badass yeah. match for sure. I think worth, in that worth, particular worth checking match, out to, to see what they have, you know. Exactly in that particular match, Cody is there to make sure that everybody else is over. That's really why he was there, and that's absolutely fine. How um, crazy is that, though? If you're like the boss, all right, like you're Cody, for example, 
and you're like, I want to see how you guys work. Not am I going to watch. I'm going to be in this match. I'm going to make. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to sell for you, and I'll yeah. take some fucking brutal it, it bumps. Reminds me of when Triple I'm H hit sort of went into him too, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Triple H. I, I didn't like when he won the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago, but Ooh, it, it's, the same, uh, it's, it's the same. It's the same logic. It's like, why not? Why yeah. don't you use me as the litmus test? Yeah. Like, and, and he's an established character. He should still be in the main title picture at some point for sure, in my opinion. Uh, you know, he's also, surely. there's an age difference there, right? Like, he's still, I think, younger than Triple H was at that time. And oh, yeah. I think so. The Co new Co look to Cody is, is he great. He does 40 just have, young. That's oh, crazy. He just, he has different responsibilities, and that's that's the only difference for Triple H for that age that, that, that 35. he is now, I guess. 35 yeah, that's nothing that's nothing that's nothing, nothing. That's, that's, nothing. That's, that's very young prime. in wrestler in wrestler 10 years. prime years left of wrestling <laughs> yeah. like, if we have wrestlers getting called up at 38 and uh, yeah. yeah yeah exactly so so yeah Jeez. great match um now before we get on to the next match we had a little bit of a discussion about a new signing with AEW. a little uh peep show Oh, we definitely did. You naughty bastard. Um, yeah, we have Christian Cage, formerly just known as Christian, uh, joining AEW. I, mean, I was unbelievably surprised. Like We, we had been yeah, was, speculating about it for a few days yeah. before. Was like Kurt Angle had a little bad promo one. Kurt Angle on put, puts out a promo. Someone yeah. saying Brock? Were you saying Brock, Brock? Jordan? Yeah, you, right? I, I mean... Brock that wasn't doing anything else. So. Devastating to the WWE if Brock showed up. That was hopeful, really? I think. I don't think Brock. I feel, like, I feel like Christian is a cool ad, but like Brock would have been like... Brock would have been legendary. We all know that Brock's there for a payday, right? So yes. if AEW and Tony Khan turn around and yep. go, we'll give Absolutely. you he'll X go. amount more, he'll go, yeah, of course I will. I don't give of course, a toss. 100%. Yeah. And he'll That'd be Brock so Lesnar. That would be... Yeah. Yeah, uh, but again, exactly. like I said, there's always yeah. that risk that Brock is a Vince guy. He's been with Vince since day one. And yes, he left for UFC, but I'm sure they're always in contact. He's flying around with Vince. They're close. So I'm sure. Brock is such he, a private there's guy. There's always, it's in the back so of your mind, tough to gauge. you're like, what if he leaves with our title and goes to WWE with our it's, belt? It's really tough. You know who I might have thought yeah. like had an outside chance, even though he's been, like CM Punk. I wonder if he would ever make his way over to AEW. But There was a lot of discussion about him as well. It was Christian Cage. Great theme music, I will say. Yeah. Really, really Gosh. good entrance music. It doesn't beat um, the, the waterproof blonde version he had in WWE, <laughs> but still really good. And that's all I have. Yeah. I think he's going to be there as what a about, trainer. I saw his clipboard and everything. I don't, I don't know. If, like, he's doing, like, a sting roll. Um, I think I, I read a little piece um, that he know. did after uh, after Revolution, and it, it's basically him just saying, it was such a difficult decision for me. Of course he's going to say that. Um, and I think, from my understanding of it, he wanted a little bit more after the Rumble where obviously mm. he turned up for for WWE, makes sense. And and he he just wasn't offered it, so he thought, well, I, I've had a taste of it again. I'm fit, you know. I'm medically cleared to do this. If somebody's willing to pay me money to do it, I'm just going to give it a go. I don't believe it's more of a sitting on the sidelines type of a gig. I think he will be in matches, which. Yeah, reading between the lines in Let's that article, he's, he says, I wanted to have more creative freedom. I wanted them to yeah. let me go and be me. 
And right. so clearly WWE okay. was probably saying, hey, you can come in, but here's your script. Yeah, but this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be standing TV in the back. and you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to smash a sandwich over Randy Orton's face while he's in a match with Drew. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, no, you know? sorry, he's spitting black spitting shit black. out of his oh, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah, he's eating too much licorice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it was... Uh, yeah, it was really exciting. Like I did not expect him at all, but it, you know, it's really cool. I'm excited to see him do something. I don't know what he's going to do, but yeah, it'll be fun. He got um, a better reaction than uh, when he came back uh, to ECW. Uh, a few yeah, years he did. Ago. It, it, it's Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been funny um, if someone did that though when they when he came back. Oh, it's Christian. It's just it's Christian. Oh, it's Christian. What Cage. are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> So, moving on to the uh, next match was Darby Allen and Sting. It's Sting! Sting. Uh, against Team Taz, which is Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. So, this was the first time I've seen an AEW kind of cinematic match. The kind of, you know, I, I text you guys saying like the Bray Wyatt in a versus an octopus swamp match or whatever it is. Yep. The first thing, and I messaged you guys instantly, the first thing I loved about this is the fact that you still had commentary over and above the match. Hmm. That, for me... That is, helped so much. It's so much better than just hearing ambient noise and then... <coughs> <coughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to come over here. Like, I want to hear, like, <laughs> what's going on? Narrate the... the this, this is so out of this world, this kind of weird warehouse thing. I want you to tell me everything that's going on. And they did that perfectly. So yeah, the the, the team there just commentating away, JR, um, Excalibur, and uh, what's his name again? Tony Schiavone. Yeah, <laughs> they did a really good ma- uh, job just narrating me through that that match. Sting. I mean, what what is the boy? 60... Four or something? What is it? He's got to be. He was never supposed to be able to wrestle again. Like crazy. 61. Probably why he's in a cinematic match. Yeah, and that's fine, though, because it still looked tough. Like, it was it was a great match. Like, I was really impressed by what they managed to do w- with him. They did not take I, it easy on Sting. No, they didn't. No, not at all. And I guess that's partly him as well. You know, he's obviously saying, I've been medically cleared. Let's go. You know, let's do yeah. this. But um, Darby as well. I mean, we've if, you've guy, if you guys have watched any of the highlights of Darby, like he, he's basically like a one-man jackass. He just <laughs> does these ridiculous stunts. You're like, why are you doing this to yourself? But it works and it pays off. Um, so, yeah, he was class... If everybody in the match, I think, just elevated themselves a little bit, and uh, definitely seeing Sting back, maybe not to the same form, but to some sort of a form, was was. He really... looked better than he ever did in WWE, at least. He didn't have and much if, time to take off though. There, no, no, not at all. I, and he got injured really fast that... and all of that. But he just looked. And I'm not saying that's a, a knock to WWE or his time in WWE. It just he looked better. Hmm. Than he has since he sure. retired. How many years ago? I would say. I would say that I think that is partly because of the type of match that it was. 
Probably. Um, and and the kind of ang- the, the camera angles and stuff like that, they make it, look it worked. a little bit better. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah it, it worked. It looked good. The only thing I didn't like about the match is when he uh, he broke his baseball bat over Brian Cage's back. There's like a, if you watch it, there's a really obvious moment where he, he kind of has the bat in his hand and he looks down at the handle, moves it around, looks back up and then breaks it off his back. And it's like, okay, so you've obviously, you know, clicked a mechanism that makes it break now or whatever. Uh, uh, it was a little bit annoying. Sus. But uh, yeah, other than that, I thought it was good. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I really thought it was going to be pretty tame for a street fight. They did not hold back. Um, so yeah, great, great match. Uh, Jason, is this one of the ones you watched? No, I didn't see that one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> it was a stupid question to ask it, but I thought I'd go for it, you know? Oh, why not? Um, so, yeah, good good match. Let's move on, though, to the main event, what mm-hmm. everybody has been talking about. And, yeah, Kenny Omega against John Moxley in an exploding yeah. barbed wire death match. Um. Before we go anywhere, Wax, yes. what did you think? What did you think about this? I think anytime you're advertising a death match... Somebody better, better die. <laughs> somebody better... Well, yeah, somebody better get pretty brutalized. And if you're... Expo- you're advertising an exploding death match. First of all, these are two of the best wrestlers in the world. Kenny Omega might be the best wrestler in the world. Canadian... Yep. Um, crazy old Jayon Wright moment Um, but I think the match itself was unfortunately overshadowed by the ending of the match I don't think I I think when you when you ask people to look back on the match all people think about is well that ending that ending was, was was something yeah. It was a good match. It was a violent match, which is, you know, I, I don't necessarily say a violent match is a good match, but mm-hmm. if it's a death match, yes. I I, I, I will For the stipulation myself. did it fit. Yes. Yeah. You expect violence. Of course you do. Of course. And I loved with the handcuffs, I love you know, there was some a lot of color, which of course oh, you yeah. need in a death match. Color barb lots wire. of it. pouring oh, yeah. down. You need oh, it. Yes. Of course, you in a death it. match, yes. Yeah, you don't need color in every match, but you need color in a death match. Otherwise, I'm not yeah. going to believe you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, it's a it's a solid, re- solidly wrestled match that was overshadowed by the ending, is my opinion. So, here's my question to you, and I'm going to ask the same question to Jason. The ending, botch, or playing it safe. I think it was a botch, but I don't think it was a botch on the wrestlers' part. I think it was a botch on the um, crew part. Something from what I saw, yeah, I saw from what I saw online on the on the dirt sheets on the Dave Meltzers, it was a malfunction. And as an announcer, how do you react to that in the moment when you don't know that that's not going to work? So I don't even fault the announcers, uh, Tony Schiavone, and it was it was a JR on there too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't fault them for still reacting because as as far as they knew, as far as I understand, 
it was going to happen the way it was supposed to happen. Yeah. So oh, I think so it they, was a, you, you think they thought that's what was supposed to happen? I don't know. I think they just had to go with what they were given. Because, like, how do you change that in the middle? I think it was definitely a botch. It's an unfortunate botch because it happened in, like, the most... Like, like the, the most yeah important moment of the whole night and then you see it played back with eddie king it was eddie kingston coming out eddie yeah. kingston, yeah. and coming out and yeah. he's like oh i'm gonna jump on you De- uh, dean i almost said dean john dean <laughs> and like it's the this big there, right? thing this big dramatic it's meant to be this big dramatic like uh, uh um, <laughs> moment and yeah it was one yeah. of the funniest things i ever it's seen. like a cane entrance <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's it was such like a Gilbert's shame entrance well. instead of Goldberg. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's such a shame as well because if you've watched Sparkles. any of AEW, <laughs> yeah, all all we've seen for the last few months prior to the Kenny Omega John Moxley thing is John Moxley versus um, Eddie Kingston, yeah. and they've had feuds for two or three months, you know, and like brutal matches, and now we have this moment where. Eddie's coming round and going, do you know what? You cannot blow up this guy in the ring. I have to go and try and save him. So take out the fact that it's an exploding death match. You've got this really big moment in the character's development, which is John Moxley and Eddie Kingston kind of becoming pals again. And That didn't come across. It didn't work <laughs> b- because, it, it of, did, because yeah. of that. When he threw himself on top, the own, and... and this is not a criticism because if it is a botch, and I I've read both. If I'm honest, I've read botch and I've also read, well, they couldn't make it actually explode, which I find baffling. But anyway, I, I don't no, buy. You shared the link. No. You shared the link of in Japan when they did a death match and exactly. the explosion looked I, great. I think and they it didn't was die. a botch. I think it was a yeah. botch. I I think so too. But if that's the case, the only so. person that could salvage that in my opinion and this as is not a criticism of them it's just i don't think there was be any other way out of that is eddie kingston throws himself on top to try and cover those pishy little gilberg explosions go off and then eddie just <laughs> gets up like oh we're, okay. we're all good we're you know we're safe yeah. we're, we're fine john are you okay are you okay if he had sold it in that way like oh i'm okay too Oh, mm-hmm. you know, what a relief. I think it helps it, so much. It was all fake. It wasn't actually... I think that requires a foresight that I don't know that you can ask because I think I, everybody expected it to go absolutely. off. Absolutely. And like I say, I, think, I, don't, yeah. I don't think... I, I don't want to criticize them because I haven't thrown myself on top of somebody during a live sure. grenade going off. However, <laughs> That's not that, your job. I think the only person that could have salvaged that would have been Eddie Kingston if Maybe he had come so. up and went, oh... Actually, it wasn't as bad as we thought. It was all like a fake explosion or whatever, and then that might um, have worked. But yeah, I think that there's a couple of things that went wrong. First of all, he arrived in the ring with plenty of time to get him out of the ring. First of all, instead of just looking around, looking yes. around, looking around. Oh, okay, I'll just go on top of him. Yeah, and the announcer said it. They're like, "Pick him up, pick him up, take him out yeah. of the ring. You still have time. Pick him up." Yeah. Just yeah. pick him up and get him and out. Just, and he just lies on him. Was he deciding, like, like, maybe you could say, maybe they could say, what they could have said is, well, maybe 
He's deciding should he save him or should he let him explode? Should he save him? We don't know. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yes, there we um, go. That kind like of he's making a decision conflict. and then it's yeah, too late sure. and then he jumps on him. Maybe that's what he was trying to do. It didn't come across. Nope. And then when he jumped on him and a sparkler went off and he sold it <laughs> like he got shot in the back, that's another problem, just like you said. Um, it was unfortunate. Yeah. And um, and then even worse than that is like it's a botch. It looks horrible. It's become a meme. Yeah. It's a laughing stock. They apparently AEW was copywriting people making memes about it and and taking oh. down videos and trying Ugh. and like that just makes you look so much worse and stupid. Yeah, it does. You you lean into the meme. You don't lean against yeah. it because you'll turn people against you. Yeah, and it's lean no to good. The meme. Lean Laugh to the with meme. the story. Laugh with them. Isn't yeah, Tony Khan on Twitter now saying like, "Oh, it uh, this failed," or, or yeah, someone's exactly. on Twitter saying it failed? And if, and if you if you want to criticize WWE as the big evil corporation, then don't act like one. Yeah, and don't take down people's sure. shit when they want to make me your horrible botch. The what, the easiest way to get out of it, and obviously tonight is AEW. The easiest way to get out of it, in my opinion, is. Pretend it never happened. Me, you've given me, yeah, yeah, you've given me two promos over the the last couple of weeks of Kenny Omega making the match. So Kenny Omega is not a, a licensed. Yeah, he's an idiot. Technique. You messed up. That's it. So you just say that yep. Kenny Omega wired it wrong. I mean, that's. I actually want to watch tonight. Right? If it went right, I might not tune in tonight. The fact that it was so catastrophically bad, I might want to start watching now. And just to see the how the thing is, see. we all thought yeah. we all thought this is how Moxley goes on vacation, right? Mm. Is he gets blown up and we don't see him for a while? Well, now what are you going to do? <clears throat> well, he was so hurt from the barbed wire and the smoke from Gilberg's sparklers. Well, he he like, already uh, commented, didn't he? He said Kenny doesn't know how to make a bomb. Yeah, or something. I think he did. Yeah, yeah he did. So, so he's he has to come back, and now you have they to do have, something else. Yeah, you have to go with it. I know you're Shoot. saying like you can't think on the fly, <laughs> and they and they sold it anyways. Ideally, I think you want them to not sell it because nothing yeah. happened, and you just look even more stupid if you sell yeah. a sparkler going off. But yeah. I get what you mean; like it's hard in the heat of the moment. Heat of it's, the moment. It's tough to make gonna do, that but call when you're already you that, told what you're supposed to do. You know. But that's that's what makes certain performers and people really special. When you know, what I mean, like maybe yeah. they don't. Maybe they're not allowed to have that freedom to to. You know, if something goes wrong, then then deal with it as it was. Like, oh, good thing it didn't go off. Maybe not. <laughs> like, yeah, Maybe not. But hey, anyway, it is what it is. It, the actual oh, match itself was class. I really enjoyed the match. I was... It's kinda, reminiscent uh, of the Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens match. A, a, a slobber knocker of a match that's going to be yeah. remembered for the horrible ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, really good. Um, overall, I I thought the pay per view was class. I really enjoyed it, but again, I'm I'm slightly biased. There was a couple of dud matches in there, but um, yeah, it was good. I don't want to take up too much. As more a time. medium fan, I don't think it's the. I don't think it blew me away, but I think it's something that's <laughs> worth watching. I think wrestling fans no, should watch it because it's a. Uh, it's literally a good, didn't. It really didn't didn't blow up anyone. Didn't blow anyone away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> didn't blow anyone away. That's for sure. I still think it is worth watching, yeah, and sure. you know, it was definitely a chance for the AEW haters to jump on. I mean, all the jokes oh, they were going bring in. that on because I love that. But they were going in on it. But how can you go in 
on AEW for this kind of mistake when Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens had the handcuff mishap just a few weeks before. So it's not like yeah. WWE is perfect. Both are live shows and have mistakes that happen. And that's the point. The, yeah, they're both live. We, this just literally happened where an amazing match got ruined. And I think that was maybe a better match than this one before that moment. Maybe. I don't know. You could make that argument. They're both similar, brutal matches. But I don't know. It, they both, it happens. It's live TV. They screwed up. Where do they go from here? That is what we want to know. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sure we will Agreed. find out tonight slash Wednesday, whatever. I don't know what you want to say about times and dates. Anyway, let's move on to the rest of the wrestling that we had. We had some NXT, we had SmackDown, we had Raw. What do we, are we kicking it off? Are we going one good, one pishy mix shite? Kick it off. Kick Let's it go. Off. We should. One good, one bad. One yeah. Good, yeah. There you go. That's a, that's an intro. Right. <laughs> Jason, let why me, don't you oh, kick let us me off? open it off with, oh, <laughs> with a, uh, a good and also... Coincidentally, the opening, I believe the opening of Raw, I think that actually the actual, the real opening of Raw was just Bobby Lashley like strutting with the belt in the back mm. with his uh, with his team. Yep. But um, the Miz opening promo on Raw was once again a class act or class in a master class, if you will, <laughs> in promos. Uh, and really, it's just common sense and logic. It's not too hard to do, to insert that into your promos if you're allowed. I don't know. Maybe you're not allowed. Mm -hmm. But also, he the way he delivers it, he's the Miz. He's awesome. Um, he brings up good awesome. points, you know? He brought up um, why is Lashley get no repercussions for beating the shit out of him after the match was over. Mm -hmm. um, it was unfair to make it a lumberjack match at the last second. Mm -hmm. uh, he talks about how he's always available he never takes time off never gets injured he's a workhorse for the company and the one time that he complains he has stomach aches and can't go they just say screw you get in there plus it's a lumberjack match good luck and he just won the title and they're throwing this title match at him instantly he's making good points like even as a heel he's like you know logically like a little bit making good points here and um he also mentioned how he he i think he said he was counted out did that happen in the, in the match last week did he was he supposed to be counted out? Well, didn't he take his title and run away uh, and then get counted out? Yeah. And then he came back? And then he... No, no, well, no, no. Then no. they then had to redo they the match. They made another they, match. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's why they made a Lumberjack match. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. But he said, like, he, he acknowledged how the champion's advantage is shady, but, you know... You got you to gotta use did, it. Yeah, he didn't make it, yeah. I don't know. He just brings up good points, even though he's a hateable heel, you know? And um, I'm glad that they gave him a little bit of offense in the rematch. You know, the match itself, like he didn't completely get destroyed, but he still did. You know, I don't know. I just love the Miz, and he when he speaks, you want to listen. He he talks like a normal human would. It doesn't sound like someone wrote it for him two seconds ago, and he's just trying to memorize it. Uh, yeah, his promo and the Miz yeah. is my good. And after all of that, do you feel any? Do you feel like the Miz has any less of a chance to win a title match, even after all of this stuff with Bobby? Personally, I don't think so. I think you put him into any title picture, any title match, and he has a chance. And I, I believe that he has a chance to win because he still retains that readiness and well, he, he can still like, get some offense in. Yeah, he needs some sort of 
um, you know, the briefcase or some sort of advantage to capitalize on to get it. Yeah. But he's still a threat. You know, he'll take advantage of whatever he can. Yeah, of course. So you need to, you know, keep your eye on him. Yeah. But where, um, where does where does he fit in in the lead up to WrestleMania? Because I feel like bad he's bunny. somebody back to Bad Bunny. <laughs> he's he's yeah, somebody that's done so well for the last let's let's say just twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one for Miz has just been build, 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 title, lose title, and then that's it. You're it's what you're not to gonna say. have him in Mania, like I wonder if it's T V. I know Jason uh, mentioned Bad Bunny. I wonder if Damian Priest could be an interesting feud for the Miz. I thought that that's where they were going until all of a sudden he cashed in, right? Yeah, yeah well that's it. That yeah. Right. Maybe. I'll watch I mean, it. Yeah. I just I think it would be a shame to not have him involved in it mm-hmm. in some way as almost like a I mean it sounds stupid. Maybe he could be like the a, host. You know, thank you. I was for, thinking that too. He no, should yeah, definitely maybe. be a host. Like no, I hate he the should host. be involved. He deserves in a match. Surely they'll have him as host for um, Hollywood when they do Mania in Hollywood next year or the year after or whatever it is. I think it's the year after, yeah. Yeah, but yes. That would make sense. Absolutely. But yeah, I think Miz is always good. Miz is always going to be good as long as he's around uh, because he can speak. I just, my one worry with Miz is once they're done using him, he just becomes lower mid card for months until they eventually go, mm, we need him again. And it's a shame. I feel like he should keep that momentum going. Hmm. That, well, he's not going to be in the main title picture anymore, though, you know? And, but he doesn't need to be, but even like US or IC, but. Just a strong program that gets a lot yeah. of attention. Yeah. 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 He's, he's settling um, into the Jericho. Uh... Era, exactly. like area like where he's just going to be good to elevate other up-and-comers and that's still good have you still need Miz, that Miz might lose at Mania to Fandango 2 is that what's going to happen <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> well let's see how that did for Fandango right so yeah yeah good point um yeah so gotta say my pish I'll just sneak a, a quick pish in there for Bobby Lashley because most of everything with him is good just get some bass in your voice please and then Okay, so my actual pish, <laughs> like for real, he needs some bass in his voice. You know, if if his in ring and his aura and his all that, you gotta sound like it when you talk too. Um, my pish is um, Sasha Banks and when Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair's fighting Shayna Baszler. Uh, Reginald comes out. Why is why is Sasha Banks there supporting her? Are they a real tag team or her partners out here supporting her? Like. Uh, why why is any of this happening and then and then she (laughs) wins and she's like you got to get him in check and then but now like uh reginald's not even with them he's with uh uh naya yeah which i like i think it's funny doing that at fast lane like what's oh and oh yeah the tag match at fast lane right pish yeah what but that match appeared out of nowhere or did i miss something because when i watched smackdown the week before no yeah smackdown the week before they were like, I'm going to face you at Mania. Yeah, well, Monday, yeah, prick. And then the next thing, halfway through the week, coming at Fastlane this March, you're going to have this team that you've just watched face this team, but we're going to do it again. And well, because they're obviously, they're not going to win because no. 
That's when they're going to have their match. fallout. They're going to have their fallout, probably. They're well, going to turn done on that. each other. Why did we not should... just do that at the Elimination Chamber, then? I don't know. <laughs> pish. That's why. It's my pish. <laughs> pish. Yeah, that's fair. Pish. 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 Pishy um, pish. Pisherton. Solid. I guess, yeah, that, that, that's it. Um, yeah. Uh, there we go. Waxy, what was your yes. one gid, one pish? Well, my one good, and it's a very uh, tentative good, and I didn't expect this to be my good. It's going to go to NXT, and it's going to be the way that they are breaking up the Undisputed Era because it took... We, we knew it was going to take a Herculean effort to successfully break up the Undisputed Era. I actually quite like how they're doing it. Although Roderick Strong, not the strongest person on the mic... <laughs> I like how with Kyle O'Reilly getting all this attention, of course it makes sense that someone like Adam Cole, baby, is going to baby. get jealous and he's going to want to go for the title. Of course he is. Why is absolutely the Undisputed Era so always well, had Adam Cole as the as the front man, and mm-hmm. you can tell that the Undisputed Era is done. You know, Roderick Strong again came out to his own theme song, which was not very good. <laughs> but they did it well because now you have Adam Cole in a storyline. You have Kyle O'Reilly when he comes back in a storyline. I don't know what's going to happen with Fish and with Strong, but I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm interested to see yeah. where it goes. So that's where I have to go with my one good. My fish, fish, yeah, fish from fish, fish, fish. fish. to fish. 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 My one pish has to be the beginning of SmackDown when Michael Cole interviews Daniel Bryan. And I don't think, I'll give him credit, I don't think this is Michael Cole's fault. But Michael Cole, right, because Daniel Bryan wants to challenge Jey Uso to get a championship match fastly. And Michael Cole's like, what? You're not happy? You're going to have a tag team match with Edge versus Roman Reigns and Jey Uso for no consequence whatsoever at Fastlane? You're... Why don't you want to go into that match? Mm. And like, if I were Daniel Bryan and it wasn't kayfabe, I'd be like, "Are you are you kidding me? Like, is this a joke? Yeah. Of course, I want a title match over this pish tag team match with Edge, who hasn't wrestled in seven years, um, versus Roman Reigns. Of course, I want a title match. Get out of here! I just I don't <laughs> like. No, no. Why, why are you framing it like that? Why are you like yeah, treating the audience like they're like they're idiots you could say oh you know there was a match planned for you originally uh i, I don't even know how you frame What's that? Do with that it's like why are you gonna say oh why are you suddenly upset about a nine title match versus a potential title match of course you want the title match why mm-hmm. why are we framing it like that so it's yeah. just it's silly it, it's silly that we even had to have such a segment that it, it, it's like, of course you want the title. Yeah. It's like, yeah, come on. So that's my one pish. It's just that's, that's treating fair. the audience like they're idiots. They're like, oh, you don't want to work with Edge. You don't want to tag team with Edge. No, <laughs> I want Michael a Cole's match Edge for the I universal want a title match. match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on. Well, what about Edge? <laughs> yeah, but Edge, though. <laughs> He's an Edge head. 
Um, I'll take this opportunity to mention my milky, have a nice milk match of the week. And it comes from NXT once again. I'm a huge fan. I called these guys teaming together when they started feuding. It is Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Yes, we had a little bit of a schmoz at the end with Imperium coming out and just sort of standing there. (laughs) But... I always say good tag team wrestling because it's so rare in the WWE. It almost seems better when it happens. And we had some great tag team wrestling. So I yeah. have to award them Fair. the Have a Nice Milk Match of the Week. Four wrestlers I really like. That's there it your is. Stamp. That's your stamp landing on the match, by the way. Do they have any chance of making the main <laughs> roster those tag teams, do you think? Uh, I think Thatcher and Champa each do, but maybe not as a tag team. Lorcan I think it's a good way up for them as a tag it team. It is. Because if they get a good name together, those are two badass wrestlers. They look strong. They look tough. They look scary. I don't know. If they can get a good gimmick, those two could be a sick mm. tag team. If yeah. they can get a good tag team division in the main roster, you know, who knows? My, Have a nice K-ball. There it my, is. <laughs> my great... <laughs> My gripe with um, the Johnny Garganos and the Tomasa Champas. You better pour that on your head. <laughs> and this is this is petty, but it, it does annoy me. Do you remember a couple of years ago, maybe actually more than a couple of years ago, when we did the <laughs> Cruiserweight Classic? Yes. Yes. Both Champa and Gargano were in the Cruiserweight Classic as competitors and got put out in, like, the second round. Yeah. So, for some reason in my mind, I can't... I I can't um, reconcile that when I think about them on the main roster. I go, well, you're cruiserweight wrestlers, and I I know how the main roster treats cruiserweight wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I find it very difficult to see them in any real major storyline because of that and yeah. it's the same with a lot of people in in nxt they're, they're cruiserweights so they just don't work that's very fair and i think lorcan and birch can be a good tag team at the main roster level i think i can see someone like timothy thatcher who is just a a, a wrestling machine i could see him again being a mid-card heel uh, at the main roster level. But for now, that match was class. Mm. And it gets my milky match of the week. We need a graphic. We need a graphic there. Yeah, we need a drop. Uh, that that logo the, that, uh, yeah. I've, I've got the logo. Let me, Ooh, let me certified the logo. logo. Certified. Well, I'm a certified jump, uh, G and I'm going to fight Jordan. Oh, do you do you have a, a one good one bad, Brad, or shall I go? Of course I do, but you can go for it, Jordan. Let me hear it. Lovely. Well, I will go then, um, and I am going to fire in with my good first. Uh, my good is I actually really enjoyed the cage match between Daniel Bryan 
and Jay Uso. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about it, the finish. Daniel Bryan putting on the um, the Bryan lock or whatever yes he calls lock. it. Was it called again? The yes, yes lock. Yes. There we go. I knew it was something like that. Sticking on the yes lock literally right in front of Roman on that side of the ring. That's a perfect way to finish that match, in in my opinion. Like you it could have been certainly over the other side of the ring or it could have been, you know, where else and I would have went, ah, oh, he won that match. But the fact that he's sitting there, you know, bearing down on him and he's got the yes lock holding on to him and he's like, I I've got him, I'm gonna rip his teeth off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he's just tapping out right in front of Roman. I thought that was perfect. And so, yeah. he went for the rope break, and the rest said, no rope break. So then mm, he screwed, yeah. and then bang, he had to tap it out. Just, it just works. Great. The fact that he's trying to reach for it because he's just, he's mm-hmm. obviously he's in so much pain. His desperation mm. just played in it so perfectly. Um, the only thing I don't like about that match, and this is just a, a small thing, is that every time the camera cut to Roman, and the, like if the, the Roman's up, above them and like the camera's like kind of at an angle below them almost you've got Paul just kind of standing there hunched over at his shoulder like <laughs> like licking his ear <laughs> like rather rather than just That's standing him. standing up behind <laughs> them watching the match he's always on his hunches like what do you think about this you know it's weird uh, but anyway other than that I thought the match was class really really well worked and uh, um, the finish just played into that story so perfectly. I just got one thing to say about that match and about all cage Jeez. matches. If they could please stop opening the door, the door. can we get I rid of the leave? That. Can we get rid of the leaving the door as a way to win a match? Because at get one point the in the at one point in the match, Jay Uso decides, let me go out the door to win. So he's crawling towards the door and he gets stopped, he gets pulled. By Daniel Bryan, so then he's like, "All right, Daniel Bryan's still awake. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta beat him up some more." So he gets up, super kicks Daniel Bryan in the face, and instead of going back to the door, he goes for a pin. Why didn't you go back yeah. to the door? Just walk out of the door. I yep. don't have a problem with them having the door as an exit strategy, but have it on like a bolt lock or something like, like that. Like the guy himself has to unlock it. And, yes, and, exactly. yeah, exactly. And that's you can't just fine. open it and just walk out. But that's stupid. I've I mean, I've never watched a match where halfway through it, the ref goes, are you trying to pin him? I'll tell you what, I'll hold his legs down, right? Well, you <laughs> hold his, his shoulders and then I'll That's count stupid. it for you. Yeah. That's stupid. So why does the ref go, Joe out, no problem. Here you go, yeah, right? it's true. It's like it's we're going to have this ridiculous. death match inside of a cage, but he but the ref's open, the open the door, door for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to open the door, no problem. It's stupid. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do hate Good that. Point. But luckily... I don't think for a long time I've seen anybody win through the door, have I? It's always a no. huge. It's never like an easy win yeah, through the door. It's, it's always the wild. hardest door to walk through ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my my good is that match and the way that it's kind of building. I'm actually quite excited for the match at um, Fastlane. Daniel Bryan is not going to win, obviously. No. If he does, I'll I will. What can I eat? I'll eat, eat your shorts. Uh, I tell you what. I recently got a save the date for. Are you actually going to eat that? Because he might win. For, <laughs> for the vegan dandies wedding. Whoa. Whoa, where's mine? Vegan wedding. Yeah. Clap, clap, so, clap, 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 clap. for. I will eat the save the date for the vegan's wedding 
if I uh, if I'm wrong. But anyway, vegan ink. It'll taste like the yeah. rest of the food too. Right? Will you actually eat that? Yeah, yeah, I think probably be better actually. Maybe Daniel <laughs> Bryan might win. Daniel Bryan yeah. might win. He's not, there's no way he's gonna win. Surely. What if he wins by disqualification? Does that count? No. No, it has okay. to be an actual title changed. Right. Um, here's my bad. And it builds on a little bit of what Wax said, and it also might steal Brad's bad, so I'm sorry about this. All good, I got a couple. <laughs> the general promo work in the last couple of episodes that we've seen has been poor. <laughs> um, of course, this was going to be my bad. Firstly, <laughs> firstly, Daniel Bryan's promo, when yes. he's talking, he's like, and, and this is why I think... I, I, and this is this is why I'm going to do the and I'm like Daniel what are you on about mate <laughs> he spends about 20 minutes talking about something and I actually it was only about 2 minutes of content because he has to stumble on his words and go back and it was really poor like he's so much better than that but his promo on his own was awful and then Right, I'm thinking, oh, well, that was, you know, a one-off. We're not going to get that bad promo work on Raw, surely. Then we go over there, and we've got somebody who's been in the business, what, 25 years at least? His whole life. His whole life. Shane McMahon cuts the worst promo I have ever heard in my life. I actually showed it to the valet and said, she's not into wrestling, she thinks it's stupid, right? I showed her the exploding barbed wire death match, and well, she was never like, going to watch after these two fucking things you no. showed her. Jesus. <laughs> I showed I showed her the exploding death match, whatever on yeah. AEW, and she went, "Oh, oh, oh no, oh no." He's, I'm, I'm going oh, to have no. nightmares. So I was just like, "Forget this. It's not worth it." Anyway, so yeah, I watched this promo, oh, and I'm like, "What is this? What is he trying to say?" He's like, "You know, Bron, some people might." You you know they they think that when the the spinning of the world, but when you say some people are stupid, what do you mean? Well, I think <laughs> you're like, what are you on about, Shane? Like, it was just Sweating awful. Sweating intensifies. Yeah, like <laughs> even the camera pans round and, and Braun's standing there, and even he's like, like what in the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? And he, the fact that he rolls out of the ring oh. to get the mic, and he's like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let me get wait. Just wait a minute, bro. Hold on. Is this thing working? Is it working? Is it working? Uh, well, that was to get and, out of the ring, right? Because you don't I want to be know. close to. It. But even that was just but like it was, the start. It was like it was wasn't clumsy. good and just got worse. Yeah. And worse. yeah. But what do you think he was trying? Well, what's the goal here? Like he's subtly making him seem like an idiot, and trying not to be too Look, obvious. Basic. In my opinion, what he's trying to do is take the piss out of Braun without Braun knowing he's yeah, taking yeah, the piss yeah, out yeah. of him. Yeah. So he I think a piss what, out of himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what they were trying to do there is have him go, oh, just give me two seconds, get to a safer distance from mm-hmm. him, you know, not yeah. just for COVID reasons, but for beating up reasons, right? And then say big words and big phrases to make Braun go, what are you talking about? And then he goes, yeah, see, you are stupid. That's basically what he was trying to do. But it came off as Braun being a, you know, he might as well have a a, a degree at Harvard or Yale. Like, it it was so poor what we were getting from Shane. I couldn't believe this is a guy of 25, 30 years in the business cutting promos. It was awful. Is, uh, is Braun the new Big Show? 
Hmm. It seems really young in his career to be at that stage, but yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Like, what what is Braun to you? When you think of Braun Strowman, what is he? Who is he in the universe? Just a, a big guy. Yeah. And sometimes he's really mad. Sometimes he's dumb. Sometimes he's goofy. Sometimes he's evil. Like, what is he? I think he, he need. Do you know when I think about him right now? The first thing that comes to my head is um, A Train or uh, Albert, mm. Prince Albert, or whatever his name is. That kind H- of a Hensai? character. That, that big, yeah, Hensai. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that big, massive character who just goes, I think, oh, so, uh, uh, just, just a big idiot. Yeah, yeah big idiot. <laughs> I think uh, Nicholas I think, needs to come back uh, to tag n- with exactly. him again. Yeah. It really, it doesn't help Nicholas. with Braun that his entrance music starts with just. <laughs> That's all I think of him as is just a. Wow. It's got to change, hundred percent. Like, change. How can you take somebody serious? It's like, all oh, right, here, here he comes. Oh, it's maybe building to it. You know, Royal Rumble counting down or whatever, and suddenly just. <laughs> and out he runs. Like it doesn't work. It I doesn't. like his theme though. Overall, it's very menacing and like some like a big dinosaur coming after you. Start with the train noise. It does start with the train noise, but it does. That's it. Train noise. It's yeah. It's like a ding, 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 ding. I thought it goes, but the scream is first. Then it goes. Oh, the train's first. Yeah, train and then the bar. Keep that. The train is fine. The A train. Yeah. Anyway, my bad is. The promo work this week was just awful. I mean, the only reason Raw was three hours long is because it took an hour for Shane to get out that pish. All for him to just run away and then hide in a bucket or whatever and come out and go, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Shut up, Shane. Go on. What are you going to do? What are you going to jump off at WrestleMania, you asshole? Into the sea. Yeah. Jump straight into the sea. Yeah, please do. Like It was awful. <laughs> so bad. Um, but yes, there is my one good, one bad. Bradley, a hand, the gauntlet to you. All right, so uh, let's just get this done. Jordan obviously took my pish, but let's go with a good. Uh, the one I will choose will be, da, 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 there's not much. Uh, let's go with the Drew <laughs> and Sheamus match. It will be my good and pish. The match itself mm. was great. It was entertaining. They beat each other up. I enjoy it. I want this to keep going. Um, I do wish that this had some more story. I feel like they're just relying on the matches now, and I want there to be more heat. I need heat for this story to continue, and why did the finish happen the way that it did? What a fucking bummer after such a good match. They hit each other in the head with some stairs. It looked nasty because Sheamus had his head in that little wedge. He goes down. They call the match. Uh, it's not supposed to end this way at all. It's supposed to be a hardcore match. You find a different way to end it. There's got to be something. I don't know. Why did they have this match the, in the first place? The only thing I did like about that is not the match itself, but actually afterward on social media, both of them posted photos of their backs, and, it, yes. and WWE collated them, and it was like, you call this a no contest kind of thing. Like, yeah. mm. I did quite like that because it kind of shows what me, wow, that match was brutal and it ended in a no contest. How can they possibly, you know, come to a conclusion on who's the better wrestler? Um, so I did quite like that. That saved it maybe, but yeah. Yes, it did. It helped a ton. But that match in and of itself, I want this to or, keep going. Yeah, just like yeah. a count out in a hardcore match, you know, is just, uh, it's always I mean, going to be a problem. Yeah. All, all I say is angry Drew 
is great. Yes. Um, his pro, like his promo or his interview that he was doing when he got interrupted by Sheamus. That's he was what like, I want. I'm like, wow, this is yeah. good. Thank <laughs> you. Scary. Like you've been so like cardboard so many times. Like I like to see this. Thank you. Because you're you look yeah. like you've been chiseled from the gods. So speak yes. like it. You know. He's the envy of every Scottish man in, well, you know, Scottish person who wants to be like that. He is the envy <laughs> of it. <laughs> and I love these two working together. I told you that. I think it's going to bring something out of Drew, and thank goodness it is. It's bringing something out, and now I want more. And Maybe that's a good thing. You know, they're, they're getting me to want more. I want more. I want to see where this is going. It's going to lead up to some match at WrestleMania where there better be color. It better be hardcore. Yeah. better not be a one-on-one fight. One, so two, three, he, I'd not deal He won't with be it. in the title picture at WrestleMania then. If he's not, I want that's it to kinda, be this, and I want it to be hot. That's kind of harsh. You know, he carried the belt throughout COVID, and they're going to have fans at WrestleMania. And yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll get back up there at some point, though, regardless. I'm not worried about it. He'll who win the Rumble is, next year then. Who else Again? is going to be there, though? Like, who else that's, is going to be in that picture? I could see... I could see Randy going up there and then sort of fixing something in with the fiend. I could see but, yeah, Randy versus. No, nah, but Ray I mean, I mean, will Bobby be go- the champion though? Yeah, but I think Bobby's going to be the champion. Yes, yeah, I think he will. Versus and if that's will. the case, you can't have Randy because he's going to be against Fiend. You've got you can't have at the minute you can't have Drew or Sheamus because One, they're maybe in triple a feud. threat. Maybe uh, it doesn't make sense at the minute because there's no storyline there. Well, I mean, Drew just wants it back. It's, you know. Yeah, but he's not spoken. He's like, I want it back, but he's not. there's no dialogue between I him and I swear, if Goldberg uh, comes back, I will lose my shit. <laughs> no, they got to stop. Yeah. They got to stop doing that. They got to stop doing that. Yeah, so that's that was uh, my good, my bad. And, I mean, there's other things that I wanted to say would be um, words versus Benjamin, pish finish. And, yeah. of course, uh, Naya and Baszler versus... Naomi and Lana, stupid. Uh, you know, get rid of that. And um, yeah. Anyway, you know what? This is getting um, long. That's enough bad from me. So who's next? I will say real quick. One more thing I wanted to mention about NXT is Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai got their opportunity at the women's tag team title, and it was quite an interesting ending. They lost, but. Dakota Kai was not. <laughs> Quite an interesting ending. They lost. <laughs> <laughs> but Dakota Kai was not the legal person, yet she was the one who tapped out because Adam Pierce showed up and sent out a WWE, not NXT, referee. And because of this, Mr. Regal tonight, in about six minutes on NXT, he is about to make an announcement that he says will change the landscape of NXT. So, this could potentially be the most interesting storyline for the women's tag team titles in many, many months. Or it could be... Let's not be silly. Yeah, or ever. Or it could be nothing. We'll see. But I was a little disappointed initially, but we'll see where it goes. I feel like it's not over because they really made a huge deal about it. And My only worry with that, because realistically... Two days of WrestleMania again mm. this year is a lot of wrestling to fill, and I think 
the women's yes. tag matches is a great way to have NXT in WrestleMania because you've got For a sure. legitimate women's tag team that have won a tournament. It makes perfect sense to me. My only worry is you've got Naomi and Lana who are also due a title shot. Yep. So and that kind of screws up that for sure. Pish. But that was mess. all I had. That was all I had to add. Yeah, the um, only other thing I had from the week was I'm happy again that Cesaro is being pushed. Yes. Um, as long as they keep doing what they're doing. The only thing with Cesaro for them, I'd and this is from a, a WWE point of view, I'm guessing they need to keep or keep or start selling Cesaro merch. Yeah. And I, I don't, I mean, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a Cesaro shirt. Didn't he have they one bring back the Swing King? Yeah, they got to bring back the Cesaro section. Like they have to have yeah. that on a shirt. Yeah. And wait, we but got yeah. to see the return of Buddy Murphy out of nowhere. No well, explanation. That could have been, been a pitch. That could have been a pitch. Sort of yeah. Yeah. Salt, it's it's on my salt pitch up list. to Seth, and he's like, Ooh, "Can I help you again? Like, where yeah. you been? Like, please let me help you with Cesaro, please. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be relevant <laughs> again. Not Buddy Murphy, that's garbage. <laughs> get out of here." Fucking, he's his own man. He's a beast. Let him go do his thing. That's exactly what's yeah, supposed to happen he's here. He's better than that. He had some, you know, he's part of the Mysterio family. He's and now, now, now he's begging to Seth. Like, what is going on here? Like, what are they thinking? Yeah, please get Seth. out of my face. <laughs> Leave me alone. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, that was fish. I mean, I, I still, you know what? Seth being back is still great. You know, the Cesaro yeah. swing with him screaming lives rent-free in my mind every single day. Absolutely. So. Ah! <laughs> 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 All right, so next week we will have Jason's homework of the week making a comeback, and we were supposed to do top four AEW talents that we think will make it to the main roster and kill it. Is that still the one, Jason? Wait, top four AEW talents? Oh, whoops. Uh, NXT. Um, oh. Yeah. That will make it to the main roster. Sure. I'll have to look up who's in NXT. <laughs> it gives you a good chance to watch NXT um, this yes. week. It's airing tonight. Rhea watch Ripley. it tomorrow. She's, she's already, already up there. She's, she's already she actually, on the part she of didn't debut yet, though. She's not she? debut yet. They did yeah. another promo video. Just what she's we needed. Another Three weeks promo in a row, teasing. didn't they? Three weeks in I a veto, row. I veto that as one of your options. You're not allowed yeah, that. You can't, pick, you can't pick Rhea. She's already um, there. Adam Cole, baby. Sure. That's a great pick. <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, Anyways. We also yeah. will have a Fastlane preview next week because Fastlane oh, is next weekend. Fast top four lane. Fastlane moments. Or top four Fastlane <laughs> moments that wasted our time. I'd have to look them up, Paul. I'd have to, I have to look up. Every I, I can't think of a single match from Fastlane's past. I, I can't. Is this? Nope. <laughs> anyway. Nope, I can't either. I'm excited for the NXT homework. I think uh, That'll be good. we'll see some good discussion on that. NXT, NXT, NXT. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. On behalf of the Waxy Legend, Jason the Human, and Jordan McIntyre, I am Ginger Heat. You can reach out to us at the Four Jobbers on all of social media. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thank you so much. I love you. <laughs> Ooh. Milky. Kiss for everybody, you know. Milky goodness. Milky. Yeah. <laughs>